America, this is Army Osei from Pong. I come to you live every Friday. Uh, actually, Thursdays now. But now this isn't even Thursday. This is Monday. I'm just going to give you a, a, a little bonus, a little bit about one of the problems with healthcare politics. Now, a problem with healthcare politics that we don't really talk about, and I'm for universal, uh, I'm for universal healthcare. I think everyone should be able to go to a dentist and get glasses when they need glasses and, and dental work whether they need dental work. But one problem with healthcare politics that's not talked about is there's a lot of labor that goes on into making my glasses. We have to talk about the optometrist going to school and studying. And we have to talk about how that person gets paid and all the people who make my glasses. And there's also the people who usher me in the um, doctor's waiting room and the people like in every step of the process, this is not a natural process, right? It is something that is provided by other people's labor. And they should have a rightful question about what am I doing for them? What am I doing for them? Am I participating in a scheme that they also get to um, um, reap the fruits of because I reap the fruits of their work, right? So the problem with understanding healthcare as some sort of human right is that it's not secured by human. It's secured by civil society and and uh, political um, organization. So you can talk about it as a political right or a civil right, but then you have to talk about how I participate in those political or civil systems in a way that's reciprocal. So I'm not just a taker. So the people who think that... Um, have a, the people who have a problem with the idea that folks get healthcare for nothing are legitimate insofar as healthcare takes something, right? So there should be a reciprocal relationship where the person who's getting healthcare actually contributes to a system. They don't have to perform healthcare on somebody else because not everyone's going to be a doctor or nurse or hospital builder or whatever, but they should participate in the same system that the doctor, nurse, or whatever um, um, uh, benefits from. So we don't talk about labor in terms of securing rights. Same with housing, right? So who builds the houses? Who maintains the houses? All of these things. I, I think we should have like housing protections and housing guarantees, but we can't do so in a way that's emancipated from all the labor that goes into sustaining housing, right? And clean pipes and, 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 and all of the right conditions for good, fair housing, right? So that's why one reason I'm really pro-federal job guarantee. I think if you can work, you should work. I think you should be working at $25 an hour. There should be a, a minimum. Not necessarily a minimum wage, but a minimum option. That means if anybody wants a job at $25 an hour, they should be able to go down to the employment office and sign up for a job. At 20, and I mean sign up for a job for $25 an hour. And that's just, you work, you produce, and then you can take advantage of the system of everyone else producing in the system that then rewards you. And I, um, and this inability to talk about work actually I think frustrates people who um, is, is, a, is, a, is a problem for that class of, of people who just want to talk about rights, 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 but not the responsibilities that go on with them. So yes, have Medicare for all, have a guaranteed housing plan, but also you have to expect people to, if they can and are able to participate in the system that actually provides them housing and healthcare. Right? So um, we, we need to be honest about the work that goes in. And a lot of the left still thinks that food grows in grocery stores or that um, you know, that housing just kind of grows itself. But the truth is there's a lot of work that goes into ministering these quality, this quality of rights. So we need to make sure those providers get paid for, not just in money, but in our own labor, 
right? So we want to get rid of a system of free riders um, and just create a system that actually allows everybody to participate in it as producers, as workers. And some people, like, and, uh, yeah, I, I think that we just underestimate the importance of laborers and jobs. And the idea is that charging people for healthcare gets at that. But the problem is there's a lot of ways to make money and none of all of them are particularly great. There's a lot of, uh, and yeah, and you need to control for costs and all of that. So you need to, if you're going to charge people in order for healthcare, and then you need to secure everyone a good job. So healthcare doesn't eat up all of their expenses. And also the people who can't work, they need healthcare also. So it's best just to have healthcare be universal, but also have a tacit expectation that if you can work, you do. If you can, what you do. And that's what a federal job guarantee of $25 an hour, I think, would do. Strive for 25 or thrive. Thrive on 25 Forget fight for 15 Thrive on 25 And because uh, that way everyone gets an opportunity to participate in civil society. And there's no small amount of meaning that goes with uh, decent participation in civil society. So everyone gets an opportunity to participate in civil society while at the same time um, reaping the fruits of civil society and getting to go to the doctor and all that stuff, getting secure housing and all of that stuff. So I, I think that's this is an important intervention, I think, in the healthcare discourse, because the healthcare discourse doesn't really talk about the labor that's involved, at least on the left. It doesn't really talk about the labor that's involved in securing everyone these rights. And um, so a lot of these problems go away once we secure everyone good jobs. Because right now the job market is such that you're not secured a good job. You might be able to find a job, but it's going to be working in degraded conditions for degraded wages. And that's not appropriate either. So we want to secure everyone rights, but also secure everyone a good job so that they can participate in the scheme that produces the services that they both produce and to partake in as free Americans. Right? So um, a lot of the left is anti-work. They're like, well, you know, just give us... Give us the stuff and we'll just kind of do what we want to do. Yeah, but what you want to do might be worthless, right? There are, it's okay to have market constraints. Not necessarily market constraints, but either market or political constraints, right? So if the political community decides that we don't need your service and the market decides that we don't need your service, then maybe you shouldn't be rewarded for providing this service because we have other things that both the political community and a federal job guarantee type uh, would, would uh, pay you for or that the market will pay you for. And if you're doing something that neither the market nor the political community thinks is important, just because you want to do it doesn't mean it's worthwhile. That could be your hobby, that's fine, but you have to do something else if you're going to contribute to society. All right, thank you for your time. I will see you on Friday with something different, and I hope this has been um, fruitful. <laughs>